1: University of Miami, we are so proud. I mean, really, we are so proud. Another one of our Canes, no, excuse me, two of our Canes went into the Hall of Fame over the weekend. As a matter of fact, I was at one of the inductees, Hall of Fame. Um, uh, This player played on the 1983 National Championship team. That was his last year. He was a senior that year, started, was a um, captain at one point, or uh, two points, or maybe even more throughout that season. Uh, actually, he he um, started on the national championship team. Number twenty nine, Eddie Williams. I mean, man, he was inducted into the Apopka Hall of Fame in Apopka, Florida. Not too far from where I live, and I was over that way. Went to see him inducted into the Apopka Hall of Fame. Matter of fact, they had it on live. Uh, Facebook at one point. It was a great event. Over I think they said they had 453 people or some, some number like that. Big number. Um, man, people came out to really support this event. It was a beautiful event. Uh, the mayor was there. Um, oh man, a lot of city council people were there. And the whole city of uh, Apopka, if you were anything in the city of Apopka on Saturday, you were at the VFW, being recognized and um, showing your support and love for being being people that were nominated for the Apopka Sports Hall of Fame. It was great. I mean, there's some great people there, but Eddie Williams, former University of Miami, um, national champion, was among us and was there and inducted into the Hall of Fame, and the NFL Hall of Fame was over the weekend, and the NFL Hall of Fame It's, you know, it's almost a regular now that somebody from the University of Miami goes into the NFL Hall of Fame. And this year it happened to be, hey, Ed Reed, you know, Ed Ed Reed is deserving. I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, Man, um, he's deserving. I heard him speak at the University of Miami um, spring game. In our spring practice, he was there, talked to the team, talked to the alumni, um, did a great job. I really enjoyed hearing him speak, talk to the kids about don't let him see them at the club. I'll never forget that. But Ed Reed is into the NFL Hall of Fame. And, um, hey, we're proud to have him in the NFL Hall of Fame. But there's some other players that are going to be coming. I'm telling you, they're, they're close, too. And I'm talking about uh, Edrin James. You know, Edge has got to be got to be coming up close. Uh, Reggie Wayne, his numbers got speak for themselves. You know, uh, he's going to be going into the NFL Hall, uh, Hall of Fame soon enough. Um, Brian McKinney, I think he's a name that's that's going to be uh, in the NFL Hall of Fame before it's all over too. And you know, when I was looking up um, NFL Hall of Famers, uh, University of Miami's list is pretty long. And I think I think we have eight players in the NFL Hall of Fame, and starting with Ted Hendricks, who doesn't get enough credit. And uh, Ted Hendricks used to come back when I was there at the University of Miami. We we used to have an alumni game every year. Matter of fact, um, Chuck Foreman used to play in that game. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Ted Hendricks may have played in that game. I don't think no, I don't think Ted Hendricks ever played in the in the uh, in the alumni game. But um, Fred Marion came back and played in the alumni game. Um, uh, I know, um, um, like I said, Chuck Foreman played in a, a couple times. But Ted Hendricks came to the alumni game and rode out on the field in a stretch black limousine. And this is when he was maybe just retired from the Raiders at that time. But Ted Hendricks came out on the field in a stretch limo during the during the scrimmage of the alumni game once and looked at the game from the limo, <laughs> Ted Hendricks. But Michael Irvin is in the Hall of Fame. Jim Kelly is in the Hall of Fame. Um, Cortez Kennedy, bless his heart, rest his soul, soul, uh, is in the Hall of Fame. Ray Lewis is in the Hall of Fame. Um, Jim Otto, Ed Reed, and Warren Sapp all are in the Hall of Fame. And I think we're like third or fourth on the list of all-time players, or teams with the college team with the most players in the the Hall of Fame. Um, We are eight tied with Alabama. Michigan has nine. Ohio State has ten. Southern Cal UC, uh, USC has twelve. Notre Dame has thirteen. Minnesota has seven. Illinois has six, and that's that's as far as the list goes. But University of Miami, um, we have eight people in the NFL Hall of Fame, and that will be one, two, three, four, five. We're six, uh, six on the list. So hey, well, UM, UM is no is no joke when it comes to producing great players. And uh I, and and really if Sean Taylor had played a little longer, he may have been in the Hall of Fame by now. But and we're not who's to say he still may have an opportunity to, to be opportunity to be into in the NFL Hall of Fame. So, hey <laughs> Hey, uh it's it's really crazy how um uh, they got O.J. Simpson in here for City College of Fresno. And you just make you wonder if he's in there, in the Hall of Fame for, for, um, for, uh, USC. And I'm, I'm just gonna check that out. Just, just, just for my, uh, USC. Southern Cal. Uh... Wow, it's hard to say. Well, uh, can't find it? Anyway, we'll look that up on another day. Let's get to some of these talks about Tom Brady. Tom Brady got a new contract. Oh, oh you go, Tom. Tom Brady got a new contract. And his new contract is guaranteed to pay him $85 million through, I think, 2021. Now, that's just saying Tom is going to play for three more years. Uh, he's going to make um, $23 million, $30 million, and $32 million, which is a total, I guess, of so $85 million. And, and they're, they're saying the New England Patriots, not New England Patriots, but the sports world is saying that Tom Brady has taken another pay cut so that the New England Patriots can go out and spend some money on some more great players. I... I I would agree with that because I'm sure, I'm almost sure Tom Brady could have easily gotten something a lot more than eighty-five million dollars and twenty-three million for this year and thirty-two million and thirty-three million, you know, because you, when you look at it, um, um, Ben Roethlisberger is going to make thirty-four million dollars this year, more than Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers is making $33 million this year. Russell Russell Wilson is going to make $35 million this year. Uh, Carson Wentz, $32 million. Matt Ryan, $30 million. Kirk Cousins, $28 million. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's coming off an injury and was Tom Brady's backup, is going to make more money than him this year. $27 million. Matthew Stafford, who puts up some great numbers, especially when they're behind and the second team defense is playing, you know, he's going to make $27 million this year. You know, Derek Carr, who has still, who's still yet to prove himself, and some say he's in John Gruden's doghouse and they're looking for a quarterback. He's going to make $25 million this year. And here's another surprise. Drew Brees, <laughs> one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's 40 years old. But he's he's going to make twenty five million, and I, you know, and I guess Drew Brees is saying, "Hey, what can I really say? I'm forty years old. I'm going to make twenty five million, you know. Um, what 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 can he say? But this is Drew Brees' last year on his contract, twenty twenty. Well, twenty twenty is the last year on his contract, so this is this is it for him, I'm sure. And they're going to have to come up with some money because I know they're not going to let Drew Brees just walk away. But Andrew Luck, with twenty four million dollars. And he's, he's made a lot of money and has not really produced because of the injuries. I mean, he's had upper body, lower body, back injuries. And now they're saying he has an injury not similar to what um, Kevin Durant had. Wow. If he's dealing with something like that. And this is the same lower leg injury or calf injury that he was dealing with late in, late in the season last year. So, wow. We're we, we really and he's going to make $24 million this year. Alex Smith will not play at all this year. He may not ever play again. And he is going to make $24 million, and he's guaranteed $47 million. You know, hey, God bless you, Alex. I'm all for everybody making what they can get. And Joe Flacco, probably going to be Denver Broncos starting quarterback this year, $22 million. You know, Nick Foles, he is the starting quarterback for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. He's guaranteed $50 million and he's going to make $22 million this year. Cam Newton has now dropped to what we what some calling him the Tier 3 quarterback. He's not in that Matt Ryan category. He not even, he's not even in the Kirk Cousins category, and you can definitely not throw him into Aaron Rodgers. He's below Matthew Stafford and Derek Carr and Drew Brees. He's in that Tier 3. Three quarterback now. You know, he, he's, yeah, well, I, I'll take that back. I think Derek Carr is in that tier three quarterback, too, unless there's a tier four. But Cam Newton, I think, is above a tier th- three quarterback. I think he's at least a tier two quarterback. I think he's, a, in my opinion, he's as good as Ben Roethlisberger. And we'll see this year because Ben Roethlisberger will not have Antonio Brown, and we'll see what he's all, he's he's made about made up. But Phillip Rivers and Cam Newton are making about the same amount of money—twenty million for this year—and Cam Newton's contract is up in twenty twenty-one. Philip Rivers' contract is up in twenty twenty. Phillip Rivers is 38 years old, Cam Newton is 30 years old. Eli Manning, his contract is up in 2020. He's making 21 million dollars. You know, hey, wow, what a, what what are what's going on with these Giants too? What are they going to do as far as money is concerned? You know, it's a, it's a it, you really just can't continue to pay I know that they continue to pay Philip Rivers, not Philip Rivers, but Eli Manning but they are so loyal to Eli Manning and in a sense they he deserves it you know he he's brought this team two Super Bowls um hey he he's deserving so I, I think that Eli Manning is um, is gonna they're gonna give him the end of his contract and <laughs> I promise you Eli Manning at 39 years old will go out somewhere and probably be a backup quarterback somewhere on the bench. And he probably he won't be making he'll probably be eight million dollars or whatever they whatever he can make just to be a backup quarterback. But when we look at some quarterbacks that are not being paid what they should be paid, and that are starting in the NFL, Lamar Jackson, he's at two million dollars this year. He's guaranteed to make eight eight million dollars. But that's not even that's not even a kicker when we start talking about some of these quarterbacks that should be getting paid a little bit more than what they deserve because when you when you look at um at um Dak Prescott, <laughs> Dak Prescott is 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 guaranteed to make six hundred and eighty thousand dollars this year, and Jacoby um, Brissett is going to make more than Dak Prescott this year. And uh, I mean, it. When, it, it, it it's, it's crazy. And he's a backup to Andrew Luck. And I'm not, not taking nothing away from Jacoby Roussette because he's proven that um that he could be a starter in this league. But Blake Borders is going to make a million dollars this year. You know, Geno Smith is making 895000 this year. And Dakota Prescott... Is going to make six hundred and forty thousand dollars. That's what his contract is worth this year. Now, here, now, when we look at it, he's going to make the six hundred and forty this year, but the following year, which is twenty twenty one, he's still only going to make, I think, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. No, I I take that back. It goes down to three hundred and eighty-three thousand dollars. Is what Dakota Prescott contract goes down to three hundred eighty-two thousand dollars the following year. So, hey, I I think you're really gonna have to come out the pocket and give this man some real, real dough. I mean, when it it just it's 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 sad. It's sad to think that. Most backups in the league are going to make more money than um, Dakota Prescott. Uh, hey, uh, Mike Glennon, backup for the Raiders, one point nine million dollars. You know, uh, Trevor Simeon, for the Jets, backup is going to make one point nine. Um, he's making two million dollars this year. Matt Barkley, uh, he he's. Probably going to be a backup for the Bills. He's going to make two million dollars this year. So hey, Robert, Robert Griffin, he's making two million this year. And hey, we got Dakota Prescott making making six hundred forty thousand. It's, it's something that has to be done about that. And it, and it makes you wonder. You know, Jerry Jones came out and said, um, you know, he uh, it's too much money. It's it's too much money for both of them for the deal not to get done. It's too important for both sides for the deal not to get done. Now, I, I agree. It's very important for the Dallas Cowboys that this deal get done. But are they going to let this man go out there and continue to play, making $640,000 just because they can or just because he's so loyal and he's such a stand-up guy that he wouldn't walk out on his team are they gonna Are they gonna really do that, or, or or are they gonna step up and pay this man like he's the leader of this team, like the leadership he's shown um, throughout his career? Uh, I, I really think I I really think they uh um, they have to step up and pay him, you know. And not even mention Ezekiel Elliott, he's he's not even in camp now. You know, you hear some stories that um, they don't want him in camp. I don't know about that. I think you want your best player around the camp every minute that you can get him. Hey, guys, we're going to be right back after these messages with more sports info. UM on voiceamerica.com.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voiceamerica. Decide that you have something to say and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio?
0: You're tuned into to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum 3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, we were just talking about these quarterbacks and, and their salaries. You know, Jameis Winston is coming up on the last year of his contract. He, he he's expected to make a get a new contract in twenty twenty as well. But when you look at what um what Jameis is looking at, he has to perform this year. I mean, there is no question he's going to make six point three million dollars this year. But he should he should really be up there in that Carson Wentz kind of conversation, or at least a Derek Carr conversation, twenty five mil, or Andrew Luck conversation, twenty four mil. I just you know, it's it's his it's his fault without question. It's Jameis Winston's fault. But Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston came in, I think, the same year and both of them are really playing on the last year of their contracts. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the Titans treat Marcus Mariota, you know, and, and because he's, he's one of those quarterbacks that actually plays like a, like a running back, in a sense. And he's been dinged up a lot. It's been difficult for him to stay on the field. But what they ask him to do is is a lot. I mean, you know, it, he 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 runs the ball by design quite a bit, and when you run the ball by design quite a bit, I mean, these NFL guys are no joke. They try to hurt you, especially quarterbacks. They try to hit you harder than they try to hit anybody else, especially when you become a running back. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Titans handle this whole um, Marcus Mariota uh, situation and. And how the Buccaneers deal deal with the um, with the Jameis Winston um, um, situation? It's it's going to be interesting. And I, I you know, uh, Aries came Aries came out and said um, that Jameis Winston doesn't have to do everything by himself. You know, he said you know he needs to dump the ball off to the running backs more. Uh, and, you know, then they show some tape that showing that Jameis Winston did. Should have dumped it off when he took a couple sacks. But then we, we don't know what down that was when they were showing those tapes. It might have been third and, and, and 20 or third and 12 or third and eight. And uh, they, he was trying to get the ball downfield. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince, what's going on? How you doing, Mr. Alvon? How you doing? man your phone sounds good man i'm doing real good man doing real good i went to the inner uh, i went to the uh, hall of fame over the weekend uh see eddie oh, williams, eddie williams is, was inducted into the popka uh sports hall of fame in apopka florida i was there oh that yeah, was great man yeah that was really good man that was that was really really good hey um uh what's on your mind vince
3: I want to call you keep my consistent up by talking to y'all and keep your rating up on your show. Man, but anyway, I I want to let you know that uh, the dogs look pretty good down here. They they got a new attitude down here. They come on Monday night. I mean, Thursday night, I think they going to do something. Hey, well, you know, y'all got a new coach down there. I just want to yep. see what Fitzpatrick do. What you think about Fitzpatrick, Bleeding? The player he has been, and then now in mind, do you think he get new life? Man, I think
1: um, I, I, I really think Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick is is old. I think he's um, you know he, he's he, you know he can start a team off early, good, but yeah. he, he doesn't. He does I don't think he's gonna be able to sustain. That's my thing with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he, he can get get a team started and get him going pretty good, but uh, I don't I don't think he can sustain. He's thirty seven years old, not to say he's old, um, but um, <laughs> he might be the best they have too, though. Because from what I hear, Josh Rosen that, that's why I can't lead. That's why what like? I come lead. I'm like don't
3: they they, they? they going forward. they go get the old bench. And
1: then they grab Fitzpatrick.
3: They got something tight right now, boy. I guess he
1: than Cutler. Hey, uh, I, I, <laughs> that, that, that's for sure. He's better than Cutler, man. That that that's what I, that goes without saying. But I think Ryan Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. is a very good player for Josh Rosen to get some tutelage from. If he can look, li- if he can listen and look at Ryan Fitzpatrick for uh, maybe six games. Because I think Ryan Fitzpatrick well, can get him off you know, to a good start down there in six games. He he, he might have the Dolphins on uh, six and four. No, on um, four and two. You know what I mean?
3: But yes, then he might go yes, on three-game yes.
1: losing streak.
3: Well, and
1: and you know, losing streak, he to step schedule. in when he go on that three-game losing streak. So I think this
3: might yeah. be really good for the Dolphins this year. Yeah, but then, you know, they had the hardest game in football. Messing with New England and Buffalo, and who else they got over there with them? They got the Jets, yeah. The All Jets, right. the, yeah. You know, Bills and Buffalo and the Jets ain't no England players ain't gonna play with them. Yeah. Anybody yeah. else? They got to fight, but they show sure gonna get busted in the mouth right over there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you you you're right. And 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 uh, and when we look at the Dolphins, um, uh, they they regular season they got they got the Ravens, the Patriots, uh, the Chargers, the Bills, the Redskins, the Cowboys, Steelers, game, boy. Jets. They got the Bills again. Yep. They got the Colts, the Browns, the Eagles, the Giants, the Jets, the Bengals. And they got the Patriots. They're going to play the Patriots twice. They're going to play the Jets twice. You know, and that's always a flip-up. You can toss a coin with them two games, man. And and, and yeah, Buffalo. And, and Buffalo.
3: Buffalo will be no consistent.
1: Yeah, so those games are a real real toss-up. But um, I, was, I was surprised that the Dolphins uh, got rid of their their, 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 their best running back, though.
3: They always get rid of their best players, and them players come back and hunt them. They always. Yeah. They, I don't know why, but that's what they known to do. They known yeah. to do that. In the last 20 years, they always did it. I don't know why. some reason, that locker room, they get um, ambitious towards you. And then, then that boy, they, they wanted it, that boy was about to leave. This is safety, Richard. Richard Jones
1: Well, we well, we're going to see what happened with the Dolphins Vincent. I, I I really I think they have um you know, they they have as good a shot as anybody. The only thing is they're in the same division as as the New England Patriots. You know, that ain't never
4: good. <laughs> ain't, and and man, I want I want eight
1: ball before the season start you in the same division with the
3: Patriots, man. Come on. I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you one more question about football. Bush Davis, FAU, or FAU or FIU? Yeah, he's at um, FIU. You know, he getting a lot of recruits from Florida. A lot of recruits from these boys down here, and they say the expectation is expect to be in the playoff this year. With the team they got from last year, they should these boys should be seniors. And they should be ready this year. I was reading well, something up about them.
1: Well, I can see Don't I can see Bush Davis that. having this team in a bowl game. They will coach now. next year. Right, well, and Bush Davis is a is a great coach. You know, University of Miami and Dallas Cowboys, Cleveland Browns. Come on, you know, Bush Davis. Hey, um, he, he his his work stands for itself. Yeah, you I'm know, um, North Carolina, yeah. so uh, I know I, they have a great coach in Miami at um at FIU. In Butch Davis, yeah. And, uh, you know now the thing is, is that when he starts winning, is he gonna stay there? You know, is that a place? Is yeah. that a place you think Bush Davis is gonna be for ten more years, or is he gonna, no. or is he set no. right now in his mind saying, "Hey, this is where I want to be. I want to be in South Florida for the rest of my life." Hey, you' nice right yeah,
3: That's that's his problem because he'll leave to when the fight get good.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> right. So or, or get you bad. right. You right.
1: You right. All right, take you your pick. Whichever one you like, it might get good or it might get bad. You know, he had to leave North Carolina because you know it got kind of bad. He left Miami because it got good. You know.
3: You, so. you know what though? I, that's why I like um, Clemson coach because he 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 stayed right up in there with the board. He recruit them. He, he, he let them play, teach them the game, and stay right there and enjoy the moment with them. And that's why they stay strong right down in the day, and they respect we him. Say, we say that Vince and he
1: and he, we say that. But if if Saban ever leaves my uh, Alabama, and they call him and say, "Hey, come on over here, coach." He might pack his bags and go right over there to Alabama. I know Nick Saban's gonna go. I'm hey. talking about
3: a Clemson coach.
1: I'm saying Clemson coach might leave and go over oh, to Saban's job if it comes available someday. Oh, so we can't yeah, say what these guys oh, will and will not do.
3: And I was wrong about that hey, Miami hey, Dolphins running back. Hey, you did a, a power punch there. That was something to bust me right into head. You right? Because I was surprised to see my Wrigley. And I love the Rick as a coach. Uh, you don't say
1: nothing, Daryl. You're right. So hey, You're we right. never can say, say nothing. But uh, Cameron, uh, Vince, we got to get out of here. But uh, Cameron Drake was that running back I was talking about with the Dolphins, and he's still there, <laughs> a very good running back. And uh, as long as they have him, i um, doing what he's doing, or what he's done the last uh-huh. couple years, and he's come on better and better as um as time has come on in his career. Uh, good receiver. And he runs the ball hard. I think that's a real good foundation. And, and and the key for the Dolphins, to me, man, is that they finally have a coach that these guys are going to have to respect. This dude, Brian Flores, has been tutored by one of the best in the game. And that's Bill yeah. Belichick, man. Yeah. You know, and there is no better yeah. in the game than Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick might go down in history as one of the best of all time, and this guy here he has had an opportunity to be uh, an assistant head coach or a defense coordinator for Bill Belichick, man. So I think um, he, he's he's going to he, he, go. That with saves a lot. The man lot. And you.
3: And you know what, about Belichick? I don't care how bad we get. He put his nails in, and they stepped right up to the plate. That was the OU team. When you play for you. will, that's how they play. When they take one out, you get hurt. They put you in the other, try to outproduce too. If you. It's hard to get your job. right. I agree. And I like you. that kind of football. Cause that one football is football. It I hate you and I don't like you. We teammates. This city, this how we feed our family, and that's the way to go. And I really appreciate that from Belichick. Teaches yep. guys to respect him and respect the game of football, and you don't hear about them all in the streets of getting in trouble and all that mess either. Uh, that's one thing I do and
1: I, think, I think we're gonna find the same thing. With this Flores team too. We're not gonna hear a lot about mm-hmm. these guys. I think that their personal life is gonna be real, real personal now. You're not gonna hear a lot about these guys. So I think it's gonna be interesting. This is this is a team that we definitely gonna have to have on the radar. And their mm-hmm. coach is on our radar too. And not just because he's an African American, but because he's a Bill Belichick. Um what we would call, a, he, he's, he's one of the, the offsprings, not an offspring, but he's the branches of that bill Belichick tree. You know, he's one of those branches that we, and it's a few of them out there. Um, the, um, the, um, uh, Detroit lions coach can't think of his name right now, but he is a bill. He's from that bill Belichick branch, you know, and his, and his uh, his assistant, his office coordinator has turned down head coaching jobs a couple of times. Um, so hey, it's hard to say, Vince. Thanks for calling, man. We appreciate you. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night, Sports Info UM on VoiceAmerica All right, I think we lost Vince, but I really think the Dolphins are a team that we're gonna we're gonna be we we're gonna definitely be watching and keeping an eye on. Um, it's to me. It's really interesting to see how um, how how this thing this whole thing unfolds with Brian Flores. You know, um, I, I I always thought the Dolphins' um, last coach was just a little bit too laid back. You know, um, and this guy here, when you see him, you can tell he doesn't he doesn't take a lot of trash. He ain't with all of that 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 foolishness. He's a he's serious about football all the time. And uh, I think that's going to work out very well, uh, very well for the um, for the Miami Dolphins this year. And 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 let's don't get it let's do get it twisted. on. you know the Dolphins have some players. You know this guy Kendrick Drake is a um, is is a is a player. And uh, you know Ryan Fitzpatrick. Say what you want about him. This guy's won more games in the NFL than he's lost. And. Um, I I really think he's he's going to be something. He's going to be someone interesting to to check out and see how see how things unfold. Now, Josh Rosen, it's a it's a make or break for him. I mean this 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 could this is a make or break for for Josh Rosen. Uh, He's still playing on his rookie contract. He he was with the team that drafted him first in the first round. Only one year, and they got rid of him. You know, um, now, on top of that, he's not even listed as a starter in Miami right now. So he's going to start out more than likely, start the season as the backup to a 37-year-old. And if he doesn't perform this year... It's, it could be really a um, he, he'll be labeled as a bus he'll be labeled as a guy that's just not ready and from what you understand about him he comes from a, a fairly well-to-do background so maybe he don't he doesn't maybe he's not hungry enough maybe he's not working hard enough he'll get some kind of label and then he'll just be maybe maybe he'll float around as a backup somewhere and maybe again, you never know, but at the same time, we said the same, we we could look at a lot of quarterbacks and say that same thing. Matt Barkley is a backup with the Bills. He might start this year, but Matt Barkley has never really panned out to be as good as he's as good as they said he was going to be coming out of LS coming out of USC, or even going into USC. So, uh, Josh Rosen. Who's to say you can't make twenty or forty or fifty million from the NFL? But will you ever be a uh, a bona fide starter in this league? Will you ever win games um successfully in 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 this league and it's it's hard to say um but if it doesn't happen this year, we'll be saying it'll be easier for us to say and it looks like it's probably gonna be a no if he doesn't um produce this year but hey there's always there's always a but you know hey or if. If he does, you never know. Um, you know, one of my favorite players went into the NFL Hall of Fame this year, uh, Tony Gonzalez. You know, Tony Gonzalez was a tight end with the um, Kansas City Chiefs many years. Uh, actually, he was one of those first tight ends that flexed out wide and, and and did those end zone high throws or throw it at the highest point so he could just go up and get it as a basketball player. And they and he actually even did play basketball in college at Cal. Hey. We'll be back after these messages with more Sports Sense for you at VoiceAmerica.com.
2: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events
0: You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info UM on voiceamerica.com. You know, we're, um, we're talking events earlier. We're talking about the Dolphins. And you know, I really think the Dolphins are, are they just really one of those teams to watch. Now, I, I really think there's some teams out there that I think are going to struggle in a mighty way um, this year. I, 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 you know, when you, when we look at when we look at the um, the Denver Broncos, I just I I think they're going to have some more struggles. You know, they they still um, Joe Flacco is a quarterback, but really. I mean, really? <laughs> Joe Flacco is a quarterback. I just I just can't see I, I just can't see Joe Flacco uh, being ready to to take this team, uh, take the Denver Bronco Broncos where they wanna go. And at the same time, you know, the the, the Baltimore Ravens, they're they're still experimenting um, with their quarterback situation. After Flacco. And I guess that's what we're going to see this year is um the After Flacco project. Lamar Thomas. You know, and and all we heard from him over the over the offseason was um him show him showing himself driving over 100 miles an hour in a residential area. Come on. Uh, that's not showing a lot of leadership. So, if they're counting on him to to take them to another level as an NFL team. I just don't see that happening. I mean, I understand we're going to run our quarterbacks a lot in, these le- in this league now. We even we even talked about Marco uh, Mariota with the Titans being a running quarterback, but um the Baltimore Ravens, I think that's a team that we we need to watch on the downslide because Lamar Thomas cannot take you where you want to go he might win four games in a row but he'll be he'll he'll be in the he'll be in the hot tub like a running back most of the week so he won't be able to be able to absorb and look at film in the same way that say tom brady is going to look at it in a comfortable lounge chair because he he didn't get touched over the week where lamar thomas was running into defensive backs like he was a 190-pound running back or he was actually trying to run over um, he was trying to run over safeties because he thought he could, this is going to be difficult for the Ravens and Lamar and Lamar Jackson um, this year. Hey, we got Kendrick on the line. Kendrick, what's going on, buddy?
5: Hey, oh, Darryl, good. Hey, I'm cool, brother. How you doing, man?
1: Hey, man, loving this life I got every second of it. i We're talking about some hey. of these NFL quarterbacks and I was really talking about some of these NFL teams that we have to watch this year that may not be as good as what they could be and probably right. expect it to be.
5: Right. But what's on your right. mind? Well, um, you, you know, I, uh, I was, uh, I made the news last week. I don't know if you heard about it, but, uh, uh, followed the passing of, uh, the legendary Nick Bonacani. Uh, as you know, his son is 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 uh, paralyzed from uh, a football injury some years back, as well as myself. And I was honored to know Nick personally. Uh, he came to visit my, myself and my family shortly after my injury back in 1995, and uh, they showed us the ropes and gave us a lot of inspiration about uh, the technology that has been invested into uh, the mining project and so forth. And, um, there was a picture taken way back then. Um, they, I was at, I was at a football game in which they invited me, Nick and Mark Bonacani. And, uh, we took a picture on the field at night, uh, as the Dolphins faced the Kansas City Chiefs at the time, I believe. And, um, Long story short, um, yeah, as you know, I'm from Lake City, Florida, and yes. um, I never played high school football in Lake City. However, they must have known about me because when I woke up, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, I got a call or email, and someone said, you made the news of it, cuz. So I seen the picture that they sent me, and it turns out that the reporter, Lake City reporter, actually republished the story, and um, I made the the the, uh well excuse me not I but Nick and you know with me uh made the uh sports section uh front pitcher in the Fury Reporter. So anyway, that's, that's what's uh the latest with me. Uh Nick was a great guy and uh, I hope his, uh, his his legacy, you know, live on, particularly with the Miami project and, and the work that they're doing to help so many people that suffer with paralysis.
1: Yeah, and I know he did a lot. Yeah. You know, his son um, suffered—I yeah. think it was a football injury at Duke University um, exactly. while yeah. he was in college, and uh, that's uh-huh. what brought um, Nick Bonacani uh, to be involved with paralysis. And uh, it, it was—you know—I've I met um, Mark Bonacani on many occasions to the University of Miami and um, being at games and Orange Bowl and. Um, but, and at the new stadium too but um I, I never had an opportunity to meet Nick Bonacini um to my to my awareness um, so I I had but I did meet uh Mark a few times and uh yeah you know, Nick was um, an
5: incredible guy though up
1: yes yeah he, I know he had a, he he was well respected in the city of Miami um not only yeah. for um being a part of that undefeated Miami Dolphin team that won the Super Bowl but for his uh, his
5: work in the community, exactly his impact off the field was much greater than you know. And 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 you know, I, I hope I don't rub anybody the wrong wrong way. When I'm not taking anything away from his football legacy, but I just think his work off the field was incredible, man. And uh, uh, I I I remember hearing him saying, but I didn't hear him personally or directly hear see him say it. I saw him on TV saying that if he could, he'd give all of his uh, success back. As a, as, a, as, as a player, just to see, to be able to walk with uh, Mark again, he wanted to see Mark walk more than anything. And he told Mark, "I will do everything I can to, you know, make it happen for you." Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But, uh, you know, nevertheless, he, he's helped so many other individuals, including myself, in giving us hope that uh, they will what they what they be a cure you know, for, for process. Yes. And, and unfortunately, the game is very violent. And I, I like the idea that they have changed. Uh, the NFL has, has made a um, a commitment to, to make the game safer. And of course, it, some of us think that's boring because we like the violence of the game. But at the end of the day, you know, so many people, you know, have, have suffered spinal cord injuries. And if you haven't seen one in person, it's, uh, it's something you would wish shown the worst enemy. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, Inconveniences that that one deals with during the day, you know. So, um, again, um, I commend uh, Nick. Again, I can't thank him enough, and uh, he's a he's an incredible guy, man.
1: Yeah, and 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 yeah. um, and and Kendrick, I truly take your word for it. Uh, I know uh, you you uh, you deal with paralysis on a daily basis, and I know yeah. um, you, you're a person that every time I talk to, if I didn't if I didn't know it, uh, I wouldn't know it. So you know that's a beautiful thing that you can inspire a lot of people, and you've had, you've gained some inspiration from people absolutely like Nick yeah. Bonacani and his son yeah. Mark. And Mark, um, absolutely. You yeah. know, and and when we think about some of these some athletes that we know that have that have dealt with um, paralysis, that have dealt with spinal injuries, and actually been able to, um, some of them have have recovered in a sense. I remember when um the guy from the uh, Buffalo Bills played at University of Miami, tight end. He dealt with a uh, with a spinal injury. Uh, you know the, the player who I'm talking of, who I'm speaking of?
5: Uh, n- not exactly, but I do. The, the one guy I remember recovering was Dennis Berg. This was way back in yeah.
1: That was Dennis Berg. Played for Detroit Lions.
5: He was in the Jets. Was it? Was it, is it the same guy you're talking about?
1: No, that's not. I'm what not I'm sure. Talking about. I
5: could be wrong. No, okay. Um,
1: no, okay. this, this was a tight end. He played for the University of Miami in the '90s or the '80s, late late '80s okay. or '90s. But uh, he he dealt with okay. a, a spinal injury. Um, um, another player um, that I was thinking of that 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 uh, that, uh, the, the, that guy with the the, 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 the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he he's been able to um, do some walking after he dealt with. Yep, a, like, absolutely.
5: A I think injury. he played. Uh, he's from Broward County. I think he played at Plantation High School. In fact. Yep, I think I like, right. if we're talking about the same guy. Yeah, yes, linebacker, yes. right? Yes, linebacker. Yes, yep. yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. I can't think of his name. Yep, I know who you're talking about. Uh-huh. So yeah, man. Uh, uh, but at the end of the day, I just you know yeah, I just I, uh, I just wanted I just wanted to uh, talk about uh, Nick, you know, uh, Buddy Connie, man, and and what he's done for you know people like myself, and uh, uh, he will be he will be he will be greatly missed. No
1: doubt about that. And uh, you're right. He will be greatly yeah. missed in the city of Miami. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And, and and throughout the football world, and throughout the um, world of um, of people that deal with paralysis. Because, like I said, man, yes. he was right yeah. beside his son all the way throughout all the things that he had to deal with. Um, and I, yes. I was, I remember the time I was in Miami um, when his son. Um, uh, dealt with the injury at Duke University.
3: Oh, wow. Oh,
4: wow. Yeah. So,
1: hey, I, I know what you mean, man. And that guy who I'm talking about was Kevin Everett. Um, Kevin, Kevin Everett played at the University of Miami. And he dealt with it. He had a spine injury while playing for the Buffalo Bills. And I remember specifically about this injury is that they said they came, they had, they did some kind of new, new technology on him where they they put him in ice and froze him right away. That's the first thing they did to him. And uh, and he was able to walk again. You know, he said he still has some issues, but um, he was he was he was uh, able to walk. And I saw where Dennis Byrd. Uh, walked uh, again as well um at one point
5: yeah no, do now i was I was wondering where you was at with the, uh, the gentleman you were just talking about kevin uh, because I know now that's been this new um, uh, procedure that they follow uh following any uh, suspected spinal cord injury. Um, whether it's through sports, car accidents, car, car or even a slip and fall, if they suspect there's a spinal cord injury, they use, a, I, I wish I knew the name of the, the procedure and the medication, but I understand that what they do is they, they give an individual a shot in the area, with the, where, where the, in, the, in the spinal area where the injury may be, and it, it does exactly what you just said. It freezes the, the spinal area or column area, in which your injury may may have occurred, and it it minimizes the chances of one being um, paralyzed. And uh, unfortunately for me, um, in 1995, when I was injured, this this wasn't uh, available. So nowadays, when one you know may have suffered a spinal cord injury, this procedure is done, and it limits their their chances of being paralyzed. So who knows what would have happened if that was available for me? But just to give you a, an example on how uh, the technology has definitely uh, 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 been uh, effective for many people. And I think it's going to get only you know from this point on. I think it's going to get better and better. And hopefully one day that uh, we can we can solve this whole thing and people won't have to suffer with this situation no more. Hey man, yeah.
1: well people like you, um, Kendrick and your determination and, and I know, you know, um, people like you are going to feel the shoes of, uh, of Nick, Nick Bonacani. You know, you're not going to let all the work that he's done go in vain. Go
3: ahead. I know exactly, you're going to exactly. step up
1: to the plate and do your right.
5: part. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Hey yeah. man, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, thank
5: you for my blessing girl. us
1: with this, uh, with this information we love it. Don't be a stranger. You, we're here every Monday night.
5: You got it, buddy. Talk to you Thanks again soon. Lot. Thanks for having me. Okay.
1: No doubt. Right. Hey, you know, with that being said, um, we're going to take a moment and think about all of those people that lost their life over this great weekend, over this weekend that we had. You know, um, wow. Another couple mass shootings. This is almost every week. In the country that we live in, it's just too many guns and too many guns in the wrong hands. You know, I grew up hunting and shooting guns when I was 13, 14 years old. My dad and my brothers, but this is not the world that we grew up in. Anybody that needs a magazine that holds 30 or 40 or 50 bullets to hunt a deer, they don't need to be hunting. That's not a sport. And those, those things shouldn't be exposed to people that are not involved in war. Guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of our show. God bless you all.
4: Peace.
0: Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more sports info UM. We'll see you then.
4: (laughs)